Welcome to Life Focus with Tony Richards on Spotify for Podcasters. Tony brings you a variety of leadership and life challenges that provide a framework for thought and action. Tony is an author, motivational speaker, professor, and business coach that drives us to see beyond what we know. Life Focus broadcasts are on Spotify for Podcasters, Breaker, Apple, Google Play, Overcast, Amazon Music, CastBox, Public Radio, YouTube, and other social media platforms. Contact us at arrichards99 at gmail.com or call 701-400-2065. Let's join Tony for this edition of Life Focus. Hi, everybody. How are you? Welcome to the show. Glad you're here. Hope you're having a great day wherever you are in the world today. We're going to be talking for the next 20 minutes or so about isolation of leadership or leadership isolation, however you want to look at it. But I think we're talking about a topic today that many people are facing. I think we've faced isolation in leadership in very different ways over the last several years, haven't we? Especially with the issues and challenges of COVID-19. Um, we've had to look at leadership and, and working in isolation more than just uh, one way, but in almost every aspect of the organization. And that challenges and really stressed and put a strain and pushed leadership in a lot of different ways. So thank you for gathering here today as we delve into this topic that is often overlooked in the realm of leadership, the isolation of leadership. Leadership through fulfilling and rewarding can be a lonely journey marked by unique challenges that stem from the nature of the role itself. Being a leader just implies there's going to be times of isolation, doesn't it? There's going to be times when people don't always agree with you. There's going to be times when you're out there by yourself on that island and you look around and all the sharks called your employees and your boss and the board of directors and the community and the members of the congregation, they're all kind of swimming out there looking at you. Going, go ahead, go ahead, take that one step that's going to, on that slippery slope that your leadership is on. And so you work in isolation. Wow. Let's look at it. Let's define, first of all, the isolation of leadership. Let's start by understanding what we mean by this topic. It's not just physical solitude, but a profound sense of being alone in decision-making, grappling with the weight of responsibility, and facing challenges that are unique to leadership roles. As many of you know, I played sports for a long time. I coach sports now, and coaching can be a leadership role that can be very isolated especially when you're in a game and your team is losing. You feel the pressure, whether it be elementary school, high school, college, semi-pro, professional, doesn't matter. Leaders feel the pressure. Leaders out there playing the game feel the pressure. If you're the captain of the team, you've got pressure on you everywhere you go. And so you can be in a crowd of 82,000 people with your teammates all around you. And the coach is screaming at you. 
and eight million people watching you on television and feel like you're on that island all alone. That isolation of leadership leads to the paradox of leadership because leadership is paradoxical. It really is. You see, while leaders are at the forefront of teams and organizations, guiding them towards success, the journey can be very isolating. You can feel like I'm just here all by myself. The higher one climbs the leadership ladder, the more solitary the path becomes. Because you see, people are with you and people are going to rally around you when things are going well. But it's those times when it gets tough that you really find the isolation of leadership. So why does leadership become isolating? Let's explore some sources ranging from the burden of decision-making, because if I make the wrong decision, if I make the wrong call, if I say the wrong thing, Mother Sally over there is going to be all on me through the congregation, through the gossip. John over there is going to be talking about me behind my back. And I know I'm being isolated. So I don't know what to do about it. I don't know how to break that feeling with a burden of decision making. And yet I have to maintain a professional distance and the inevitable sense of accountability that accompanies that leadership. You see, no matter what you do, no matter what you say, no matter what you think, no matter how you feel, no matter what you, how, you, how you move through it, you're going to feel the isolation of leadership because leadership can be a lonely journey. And it's not uncommon for leaders to feel isolated and lonely, particularly when they are faced with complex personal or professional issues. The weight of knowing that their decisions can have far-reaching consequences can lead to a sense of isolation and loneliness. The leader may feel that they are alone in their decision-making process and that they have no one to turn to for guidance or support. The pressure of leadership can also take a toll on the leader's personal life. You see, because I've said it before, you can't just say, okay, now I'm at work. This is my professional position, whatever it is. And now the time comes for me to leave that. I just leave this box and I walk over and jump into the next box. That's my personal life. And I can leave that separate from my professional. No, I don't believe you can. I believe you bring the burden of an isolation of leadership home to you. Whether you're sitting there in that isolation by yourself and it's just you and your fish or you and your dog or you and your cat, or you've got a family, you've got isolation and you've got to find a way as a leader how do I take the consequences of that isolation and keep it out of my personal life not easy to do not easy to do it is really difficult to balance work demands with the needs of family and friends leaving leaders feeling isolated from loved ones at the time
brings about an emotional toll. An emotional toll that beyond the strategic and decision-making aspects, leadership isolation takes that emotional toll because leaders often grapple with self-doubt, the imposter syndrome. I'm really not cut out for this. Can I really do this? What are the consequences for my actions going to be? And the need to maintain a facade of strength, even in challenging times, even though I'm not sure I can do this, I'm full of doubt in myself. I don't know what the consequences will be. I have to stand strong. I have to take that deep breath and I have to persevere through it. Be most aware of new or emerging leaders as they may not be fully equipped, have the experience or know who to turn to when isolation sets in. And it will. Help that emerging or new leader out. Remember what it was like for you the first time you felt isolated in your new leadership role and new leadership position. You see, isolation can significantly impact the decision-making process. The lack of diverse perspectives and the absence of immediate feedback can lead to decisions that might lack the robustness that comes from collaborative input. You don't have a choice, do you? Not sometimes, not many times. Most of all, and most of us have heard the phrase, it's lonely at the top. It turns out that being responsible for the work and development of others is both lonely and awkward at every level, not just some, but at every level. So how do leaders cope with isolation? Well, let's look at some strategies, such as building a strong support network, seeking mentorship, fostering a culture of open communication within the organization. First of all, number one, accept it's not all bad operating as a misfit. <laughs> Your disconnect from the group is potentially a positive in helping you level up and contribute to your organization at a greater level. The isolation actually can help you think through, reframe, reshape, retool, redesign, redevelop what needs to be done. Number two, reframe your sense of mission and purpose. Reframe your, I say your sense of mission and purpose. I'm feeling the isolation. Am I, and I'm, am I still moving in the right direction? Is this still the, my purpose? Create a kitchen cabinet. No, I'm, I'm not talking about where you store your dishes. The term kitchen cabinet ties back to elected leaders creating an informal group of trusted advisors willing to share ideas and opinions. In political circles, these meetings often took place in someone's kitchen. I grew up in Chicago. I remember my grandfather was a politician. I remember having politicians come over and my grandmother would make coffee and put up, make her bread. And you never went to the store then to buy donuts or anything. You made them. But I remember they're sitting around the kitchen table discussing issues and views that help shape the city. You see, 
while we will leave your kitchen out of it, cultivating a group of individuals you can share ideas with and who can share their honest assessments of your thoughts is a tremendous help. One top manager I know viewed her informal board of advisors as the most critical part of her drive to remain focused and grounded on her mission. I really think we all need some. I, I think, personally think, therapy is good. I personally think that therapy can help people at certain times of their life. There's that cloudy mystique that, oh, there's something wrong with me. No, 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 no. Maybe we just need it to clarify things, to help us think better, stronger. A trusted advisor that I can really be myself with and open up to. What's wrong with that? Don't we all want that and need that? Focus on leading with curiosity. Have the mind of a child or the mind of a puppy. Watching puppies are fascinating to me. They are so curious, they'll stick their nose into anything, as a little child will. I have no fear. They're just going to go with it. So when you feel isolated, say, okay, let me look at this as, as from a little child's or a puppy's perspective. Maybe there I can find an answer, or I can find the direction, or I can find the decision through the curiosity of seeing beyond what I know. I love, that's my, that's my coin, my phrase I coined, see beyond what you know. Be curious about everything in life. Create a structure of listening to help you focus. A friend of mine I know has what he calls listening sessions. And that's where he said, I'll call two or three trusted advisors together. I'll tell them what I'm facing and why I'm facing this in isolation. And then I'll just sit back with my notepad and listen. And I'll take notes and I'll learn from it. Create that, that listening session. So important for us to really learn and the way we do that is to listen. Thank you for listening to Life Focus with Tony Richards. Remember, you can book Tony for your next conference, webinar, retreat, or meeting. Simply contact us at arrichards99 at gmail.com and put booking in the subject line and we will be in touch. Let's get back to the podcast. We're talking today about leadership and isolation. All of us face it. All of us live with it. All of us know that it's a reality of leadership. It's a reality of life. We're talking about some strategies, and one of those strategies is a mentorship. And I believe that a mentorship is so important because a mentorship plays a crucial role in alleviating the isolation of leadership. Having a trusted advisor or mentor provides a sounding board for ideas, a source of guidance, and a confidential space to discuss challenges. I have mentors. I, I'm a mentor to some, and we don't even meet in person. Either we talk over the phone, we Zoom, Teams, whatever it might be. But it's important, especially as you're trying to move and work through different things breaks that isolation to a point. At least it helps you to get a better perspective. The three-legged mentor program. I really believe this is, this is critical. 
a lot of places have a mentor and a mentee and that mentor works with the mentee. Well, my program has a three-legged prong to it, or like a triangle. Think of it as a triangle. You got the mentor at the top, the mentee, and then over to the other side is the mentee too, who the mentee is mentoring through the mentor. So that when the mentor leaves and the mentee moves up, mentee two automatically moves into the mentee one spot, and then they bring somebody new on. So you're constantly moving through the cycle. Contact me. I'll tell you all about it. I love it. Something I designed and I really love it. And it works. But we need also to build a support network. You see, leadership not need to be a solo journey. Building a support network within the organization and beyond can provide the necessary emotional and professional sustenance for leaders to survive and to thrive and to grow. You have to. You have to. As a leader, when you're in isolation, you're understanding the importance of self-care. Because amidst the demands of leadership, self-care is often neglected. Self-care in mitigating the effects of isolation can ensure leaders are mentally and physically resilient. Well, how do I do this? How do I work on this self-care? Read more. Exercise. Eat right. Have a trusted advisor, a mentor. Stop thinking the weight of everything is on your shoulders. Because when we're in leadership and we're in isolation, everything becomes a burden. Even waking up at two in the morning after we've slept 30 minutes is a burden. It's a barrier. So how do we break down barriers? Well, leaders can also actively work to break down the barriers that contribute to their isolation through open communication. And that's not as simple as it sounds when you're in isolation because you generally don't want to talk to anybody. Oh, I don't want to say this because I haven't thought it through yet. I'm not quite ready to discuss it. I don't know if they're going to think this is a dumb idea. I better keep quiet. I better keep the barrier up rather than bring it down. Approachability. Who can I approach? Can others approach me when I'm feeling isolated? And humility that can foster a more inclusive leadership environment. Humbling yourself, going to someone and saying, I really need to talk. You see, you have to learn to identify your isolation barriers and which tools can effectively help you to break them down. Because when you do that, you see, what you're doing now is you're, 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 you're fostering a culture of collaboration. And you're starting to spin your way out of this isolation box. Because it's beyond individual strategies. And as a leader, you can contribute to a culture that values collaboration, shared decision-making. We talked earlier about walk the talk. Let others know that, you know, if you feel you're being isolated and you're working in isolation, trying to make a decision, regardless how mundane it might feel, 
Let's collaborate. Let's talk about it. With the understanding that nobody's going to judge. Kind of like a brainstorming session or a mentoring session. I'm going to coach you through it. This not only eases the burden on individual leaders, but also leads to more robust and well-rounded outcomes. I want to know what some of your thoughts are, some of your questions, some of your experiences. I'd like to engage that in a meaningful conversation about the challenges and strategies related to the isolation of leadership with you. You see, I would love to come to your organization in person or virtually to discuss this or other leadership areas. Just contact me, arrichards99 at gmail.com. Or call me or text me, 701-400-2065. Outside of the United States, plus 11-701-400-2065. Because it's that critical, it's that crucial, it's that important. So what are some key takeaways as we conclude? Well, let's recap. The isolation of leadership is a reality, first of all. It's there, it's true, it's real. It hits you, it affects you, it can even blind you. But it can be mitigated through proactive strategies. A strong support network and a commitment to fostering a collaborative organizational culture. Now, in closing, I I want to express, first of all, my sincere gratitude for your time But leadership is undoubtedly challenging. And by acknowledging and addressing the isolation that accompanies it, we can create a more supportive and resilient leadership landscape. May your journey in leadership be one marked by strength, resilience, and a profound sense of connection. I really look forward, and I hope you will write me or contact me so we can continue this discussion on this important aspect of leadership. Because it's too critical to your environment, to your leadership, to your life. It really is. Contact me. Let's discuss it. Let's talk about the strategies. Let's, I'll listen. And then let's all go forward. Thank you for listening to Life Focus with Tony Richards. We hope you enjoyed today's broadcast and will put to use in your daily life. New Life Focus broadcasts are aired every Tuesday and Friday, but previous shows are available daily. If you enjoyed today's or any previous episodes and would like the expanded programs or have Tony present to your group or audience, simply contact us at arrichards99 at gmail.com and put booking in the subject line or call 701-400-2065 and we will be in touch. Have a blessed day and in all you do, go forward.